Welcome to the Energy Station. My name is Sharon Juarez, and I am your podcast host. I'm here to help you create the daily energy you need to keep moving forward and to crush whatever goals you have. So let's get after it. Wow. Can you believe I'm finally doing the thing? I'm finally recording my first podcast after almost two years of wanting to start this journey. Now, I just need to thank you for listening to this. And I want to preface it with, this is going to be a little messy. See, the reason I didn't start this podcast was because I let my perfectionism and fear get in the way. I know that there is no such thing as perfectionism, and I am never going to grow and improve until I take messy action because messy action is better than no action. So here I am being 100% vulnerable with you and letting you know that this podcast episode is not going to be perfect. This is my first time using this microphone and I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but what I do know is that I want to change at least one person's life. And if I can do that through this podcast, whether it's this episode or the hundreds of episodes to follow, then I know I've met my purpose. So without further ado, let's talk about energy. The name of this podcast is The Energy Station, and it's important that you know why. See, so many of you ask yourself, why do I not have energy? I wish I had more energy. Why can't I find the energy to do what I want to do? And I get it. Energy is hard, but I think you're making it a little harder on yourself. You're trying to find energy instead of creating it. Energy is not something we just find. It's not like you're going to find energy sitting on the couch. You're not going to find energy hiding in your closet. You're not going to find energy in the kitchen. Stop looking for energy because you are never going to find it. It doesn't exist until you learn how to create it. So let's talk about some strategies for how to create energy. Here's strategy number one, building your willpower muscle. Your willpower muscle is the muscle that gets you to do things even though you don't feel like doing them. For example, working out. Most days, I don't feel like working out. I'm sure you don't always feel like working out. But if we have a strong willpower muscle, then we're more likely to get that workout done. Now, you can think of your willpower muscle like any other muscle. Think about your arms, for example. If you don't go to the gym and start lifting weights, your arms are not going to get stronger. You have to practice lifting weights every single day to grow your muscles. The same applies to your willpower muscle. It's not like you can build willpower in one day and then all of a sudden your decisions are easier and you do everything you don't feel like doing. That's not how it works your willpower muscle, your mindset, the thoughts that you are telling yourself, this is something that you have to be intentional about and it's something that you have to work on every single day. So how do we work out this willpower muscle? Well, it starts with becoming self-aware. Start becoming self-aware of the thoughts you are having. We all have this inner voice that tries to talk us out of something. For example, this inner voice might say, You can work out tomorrow. You can sleep a few more minutes. You don't need to get up early. Unfortunately, many of us are listening to this inner voice 
and we're not doing the workout. We're not getting up earlier. We're not making healthy eating choices because we're listening to this inner voice. And the way you stop listening to that inner voice is the way you build your willpower muscle. If you can learn to tell your inner voice, shut up, and you do it anyways, you get the workout in even though your voice is telling you not to, that's how you build the willpower muscle. You do the hard things. And yes, it's going to be hard and it's okay to admit that. Just like working out your arms and strengthening your arms is hard, so is building your willpower muscle. But it's supposed to be hard because if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. It wouldn't truly help us. So building this willpower muscle is going to take time. But good news, you can build this willpower muscle at any moment in the day. And it doesn't even have to relate to working out, to waking up earlier, to eating healthier. For example, Let's say you have some dirty dishes in the sink and there your inner voice goes. It says, don't do the dishes tonight. You can always do them tomorrow. It's okay. That's when you have to recognize, oh snap, my inner voice is back. Shut up. And you do the dishes. There, you built some willpower. You did something you didn't feel like doing. Here's another example. Your inner voice is telling you, Just, you don't have to make the bed. You don't have to do the laundry today. Just just have a seat on the couch. It'll get done tomorrow. That's when you tell it, shut up. And you make your bed and you get the laundry put away. Bam, you built that willpower muscle. You will build this willpower muscle anytime you make a decision and take action even when you don't feel like it. So again, that's strategy number one building your willpower muscle. Now let's talk about strategy number two, changing our thoughts. You have to recognize that your thoughts are powerful. How you think directly impacts how you feel. Now, without getting into too much science, your thoughts send chemical messages to your body. So if you are having stressful anxious, worrisome thoughts, you're sending a chemical message to your body to create cortisol. And cortisol can become addictive. It's a stress hormone. And the more cortisol you have, the more addicted you become to stress. It's also very energy consuming. Have you ever had many anxious thoughts? Maybe you've experienced a panic attack and then felt extremely exhausted afterwards or you've just had a stressful week from work or school and felt exhausted, that's because these anxious, worrisome, negative thoughts, they are tiring. So you might not feel like you're doing much throughout your day and wondering, why don't I have energy? I barely did anything. It's because thinking takes up the most energy. If you're always thinking, especially if it's negatively, you are consuming a lot of your body's energy. So instead, we need to change your thoughts to something more positive. If you start to think about how excited you are to move your body and get your workout in, if you start thinking about how excited you are to get up early and spend some time with yourself, whether that's journaling, meditating, working out, whatever you need to do to feel incredible, That in itself can create energy. 
And the amazing part is you don't have to truly believe it. Like, yeah, you might not be that excited to work out, but if you start saying out loud, I can't wait for this workout. I'm excited for this workout. I get to move my body. My body deserves this. I can't wait to feel amazing after I'm done. You saying those things out loud or you, or you thinking those thoughts, that is creating energy. So just be conscious of what you are telling yourself, the thoughts you are having. Because whatever thoughts you have, whether they're negative or positive, they are sending chemical messages to your body. Your thoughts directly impact how you feel. But the most powerful part about this is you control your thoughts. Stop letting your thoughts control you. You can change your thoughts at any second, which means you can change how your body feels at any second. And here's the most beautiful part of it all. Once you start changing your thoughts, you change how you feel. When you start to feel good, you work out more, you eat more, you eat healthier, you get up earlier. And then once you start taking actions like that, you start getting results and those results create momentum. And those results change how you think about yourself. You start to love yourself more. You start to become proud of yourself, which changes your thoughts again, which changes your feelings about yourself, your act. It's all a cycle. So that's how you start to create momentum. It just starts with changing your thoughts. Okay, let's move on to strategy number three, movement. Movement leads to more movement. So if you're sitting on the couch and you're wondering why you don't have energy, it's because you're being inactive. Just like movement leads to more movement, inaction leads to more inaction. Sitting on the couch is not taking action. It's sitting still. So if you are sitting there, you're not going to feel energized until you get up and move. So here's what you do. You give yourself a countdown. If you're on the couch or you're still in bed, tell yourself, okay, I'm going to count down from three to zero. And when I get to zero, I'm getting up. I'm forcing myself to do it. Ready? Three, two, one, zero. Okay. Now you're up. The other option is to give yourself a time. So maybe you know you want to work out after work and you're sitting on the couch and you're starting to ask yourself, should I work out? Should I listen to that inner voice? Should I just skip the workout and do it tomorrow? Say no. Okay, right now it's 6.45 at seven o'clock, I am getting up. I'm setting my alarm. When I hear the alarm go off, I'm getting up and I'm putting my workout clothes on. So giving yourself a time or a countdown helps get you started. You don't have to think about every single step afterwards, just at least get up off the couch. That's the first step. Once you're off the couch or out of bed, do some kind of small movement. You don't have to jump into the workout right away. You don't have to run those three miles you planned right away. Maybe do some jumping jacks. Turn on your favorite music and do a dance for 30 seconds. No one has to watch you. Just be yourself. Maybe you don't even feel like moving one muscle. Go outside and get some fresh air. It is proven that if you look up at the sky and it's a blue sky, you will create more, I can't remember the word. All I know is if you look at the blue sky, you start to feel more awake and you feel more energized. Now, if it's nighttime, just breathe in some fresh air, but it doesn't matter how hot or cold it is, what time of year it is. We know that if we get some fresh air outside, even if it's only for a minute, 
it will help. Maybe you're into sit-ups or push-ups. Tell yourself, okay, I'm just going to do five push-ups or I'm going to do a 30-second plank. Whatever it is, just do a small action that doesn't seem that intimidating. And once you're up and once you're moving, you're going to be more likely to get that workout in. Sometimes all it takes is getting up and going upstairs to put on your sneakers and your workout clothes. That kind of prepares your brain for, okay, we're doing this. I feel tired right now. I don't have that much energy, but we're getting it done. And guess what? When you start to push yourself to get some movement in, that's building your willpower muscle simultaneously. So it's like strategy number one and strategy number four, I think, or two, three. It's strategy number three. They're working together. Okay, let's talk about strategy number four, accountability. It is hard for you to keep yourself accountable. I get it. It is hard for me too. Because guess what? At the end of the day, the only person that knows whether you got the workout in is you. And you can start to lose trust in yourself. If you tell yourself, I'm going to work out tonight, and then you don't work out, you're, you're losing trust with yourself. You're losing confidence. You're teaching yourself that what you say isn't true, that what you say doesn't matter. So be careful. If you are going to tell yourself I'm working out, you better make sure you get that workout in. But let's try to find some accountability for you. See, I love using social media for accountability. Sometimes we see it as this highlight reel where we can only post pictures of ourselves and our family and our significant others, and we can only show like the really cool, pretty stuff we're doing. Stop using social media as a highlight reel. Use it for something more valuable, like holding yourself accountable. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you know that I've completed 100 mile challenges. I've announced to the social media world, I'm running 100 miles this month. And I update people every single day on how many miles I've ran and how many miles I still need to run. And believe it or not, there have been times where I have not wanted to run at all, but I knew that my followers were watching me. I knew I was telling the world. So that was my form of accountability and I got it done. Maybe you're not comfortable using social media yet. That's okay. How about printing out a schedule for yourself? I know I like to print out a blank calendar and I like to plan when my workouts are going to be. Sometimes I like to plan how early I'm going to wake up. You can use a blank calendar for any goal that you have. Physically writing out the goal and then crossing off each day with your progress will help you so much. Thinking about working out, making a plan in your head, you know that's not working. So either keep yourself accountable on social media or write out a plan, show people, show someone in your family, show a friend, and just do it. Cross it off each day. See your progress. Maybe you really need some hand-holding, and you want to find a friend who is going to keep you accountable, or maybe a coach. There are, there are people out there who will not let you fail. We've all had that friend that lets us off the hook. Maybe you and your friend, you're doing a workout program together, and then all of a sudden you text your friend, hey, I don't feel like doing it. And your friend says, yeah, me neither. And then you both quit. I'm not talking about that kind of friend. I'm talking about a friend or an acquaintance or a coach or a family member who's going to hold you accountable 
and be a little hard on you and give you the tough love you need, especially when you don't feel like working out or making progress towards your goals. You need that kind of person in your life. And hey, if you don't have that kind of person, let me be that person for you. Reach out to me on social media. Find me on Instagram or Facebook. Message me, and I will make sure I keep you accountable. I have no problem doing that. All right, and let's talk about the last strategy. Strategy number why? (laughs) Strategy number five, finding your why. Your why is the reason for why you are doing something. For example, we're using working out a lot today. If you're wanting to work out, you have to ask yourself, why is this important to me? And it can't be vague like, because I want to lose weight. First off, how much weight do you want to lose? Because if you only lose one pound, you've reached your goal. Do you want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds? Think about a number. That way you can keep data and keep track of your progress. But losing weight isn't a strong enough why. Do you want to lose weight because you want to feel confident in a swimsuit? Do you want to finally wear that cute outfit, that crop top with cute shorts in the summertime? Do you want to feel comfortable around your significant other and feel like you don't have to compare yourself to other women? What is it? Do you want more confidence? Maybe you know you need to lose weight because if you don't lose weight, you're going to have health problems. And if you have health problems, how are you going to be there for your future children or the children you currently have? Maybe you know if you don't make a change, you won't see them graduate. You won't see them walk down the aisle. So you have to have a why that is so strong that nothing will stop you from achieving it. And if you feel like your why isn't getting you out of bed, isn't getting you off the couch, then you need to reevaluate it and come up with a stronger why. Right now, my why for me is I'm getting married in September and I know that I want to look and feel the most beautiful I have ever felt. I want to exude with confidence. I want to 100% love myself who I am, how I feel, and how I look, and have my wedding day be the most special and most incredible day of all. So when I'm in those workouts and it gets hard, or I don't feel like working out, or I don't feel like sticking to my meal plan, I'll remind myself, wedding dress, wedding dress, wedding day. So whatever it is for you, find a strong enough why and remind yourself of that why every single day. Oh, And I thought of one more strategy. I guess I would say this is strategy number six. Honestly, I may have lost count and my numbers may not be making sense, but you know, these are different strategies you can use. Here's the last one. Choose your hard. See, it's hard to get up and exercise, especially after a long day at work. It's hard to wake up early before it's even light outside and get your workout in before work. That is hard. It is hard to create a meal plan and say no to your temptations and cravings. All of those things that you need to do to achieve your goals are hard. But guess what? All of those decisions are temporary hards. It's just a temporary hard. Your workout, it may feel hard at first. It may feel hard getting up and starting it and pushing play. 
but you know afterwards you're going to feel incredible. You never regret a workout. And although saying no to that delicious piece of birthday cake is hard in the moment, you'll stop thinking about it a half an hour later and you will be so proud of yourself for saying no and building that willpower muscle. And when you start to see the number go down on the scale, you will recognize that that temporary hard was worth it. But here's the other hard. Let's say you don't choose those temporary hards and instead you choose to live the same life, you choose to make the same choices, you choose to not make progress towards your goal, you're going to live with a long-term hard of not truly loving who you are, of being in a body that you don't truly love, of living this average life that doesn't make you feel fulfilled and happy. That's hard, right? Looking in the mirror and not seeing what you like every single day, that is extremely hard. That's harder than a workout will ever be. So next time you don't know if you should work out or not, tell that inner voice to shut up and ask yourself, what's harder, the 30-minute workout or the long-term regret of being in a body that you don't even want to be in? That's your choice. That's what I mean when I say choose your heart. All right, friends, I think that concludes our first episode. Thank you so much for listening to this, for supporting me, and for understanding that this is not going to be perfect. Like I said, I'm taking messy action. I don't know how to do this exactly. I don't know where to go next. All I know is that I want to change your life or someone else's life. So if you found any value in this, if you can use at least one of these strategies, please let me know. Please leave a review. Please subscribe. Please share this on your stories on Instagram or Facebook. Please spread the word because I truly just want to help someone out there. I want to help someone have more energy and have the strategies they need to create energy. 